It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Angie, we sit here kind of uh, approaching the middle of July already. I can't believe it. Uh, market locally still holding pretty strong. Uh, I know that we've had kind of the ups and downs of the coronavirus over the last few months, and the real estate market held okay. And now we're in these summer months. Feeling good about things overall? Yeah. I mean, you know, even though, you know, we're all still dealing with the coronavirus, I know, you know, we're back to, you know, wearing masks full time, right? You know, just try to cut down um, a little bit on just outbreak. Um, the housing market is still booming. Things are not changing. You know, homes are still selling quickly. We're still in a very strong seller's market. Interest rates are low. Um, and so it hasn't luckily affected the real estate market. I feel like we did so many shows over the last few months of like how to sell a home during the coronavirus. And I feel like we can finally stop talking about like how to do it during the coronavirus. Like you guys have it figured out now. It's still happening. Yeah. Um, you know, people are people are on board with still needing to move and go and change lives and, and do things. So that's that's been good. A good yep, transition yep. to see, you know. So great stuff. Exactly. Right. Yep. Well, let's talk about home selling uh, to start off today's show, Angie, and look at some of the, uh, I found a few different articles, and they all kind of had various elements on the lists that were out there. You know, the five reasons your home doesn't sell, the 10 reasons your home doesn't sell. So there was some overlap between some of the articles. Some had a different idea than others. So I kind of wrote down my top, uh, let's see how many I got, seven here. I've got seven that I pulled from all these different articles that I wanted to throw your direction. And, uh, you know, what causes these homes to linger on a market, that home that's been out there for 60, 70, 80, 90 days, maybe longer perhaps uh, on the market, and then how you help your clients kind of avoid these kinds of problems. And, and are they problems to begin with too? Feel free to push back on some of these things as always. Okay. First one that I found was, was pretty commonly listed was um, that your property might be too unique for the neighborhood or location. So it might be mm -hmm. a cool house, might be a cool home, but doesn't really fit in with the rest of the neighborhood. And that can cause sometimes a stalling in the sales process. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have seen um, those type of situations where, you know, maybe we have a buyer client interested in a home or we've personally listed some homes that they were just a very unique style and floor plan. Unique is nice and fun, but it might not work for everyone. And so a unique floor plan, especially in a neighborhood where everything's maybe a little bit more traditional, can take a little bit longer to sell. Now, it only takes one buyer to love the home and to make an offer, but the pool of buyers will be lessened just whenever you have a unique property um, that isn't just, you know, as traditional or customary. Well, I think that's a great, great point. Um, is it usually just like too, too big of a home? I mean, can that even just be that, part of the too unique, you know, the biggest home in yeah. the neighborhood kind of thing? I mean, you know, I've seen unique layouts where just the layout is real funny. For example, um, I've seen where there's a master bedroom on the first floor and the master bath is actually shared with guests. So there's not a private powder room. Okay. So yeah. that is kind of unique, right? But yeah, there can be a home, you know, if you're the nicest, most expensive, largest home in a neighborhood, that can be tougher for you to sell too. You know, it's it's always tough when you are the biggest home in the neighborhood 
typically you don't quite get that value back out of the home. So yeah, that can hurt you and slow things down as well. You know, you talk about kind of unique, unique layouts. Um, when we were looking for our last home, there was one home that otherwise was a pretty normal home, but it was a little odd. The master bedroom was like in the middle of the living room, like the entry to the master bedroom was in the middle of the living room. Interesting. So to like get out of the master bedroom, you literally come through the middle of the living room. Yeah. Like so I mean, that right there would be odd. a little, yeah, little odd, little unique. It might not work for everyone, right? Yeah. So that would slow down the selling process. Okay. Great point. So, and I'm sure we could continue to cherry pick all sorts of different uniqueness of a home, but you know, those little things can cause problems because it just limits that pool of buyers as Angie's kind of alluding to there. Number two reason for why your home might not sell um, or might sit on the market for a while would be bad staging. I'm sure this is something you see yeah. all the time, Angie. Oh, yeah, all the time. Not with our listings, though. <laughs> we, we always get our professional stager in there, or if it's a vacant home, we have it virtually staged, or we do like, it's called like a light fluff or a sprinkle. You know, staging is super important because you have to remember when buyers are looking for a home, they're typically online zipping through the pictures of those potential listings. And if the pictures are not eye catching, they're moving on to the next home. So, you know, it, it's sad when I see a home that's being marketed and the pictures are just horrific. It's not staged well. The pictures are dark. It's cluttered. You know, they didn't depersonalize. They didn't declutter. And that will really, really hurt you. And your days on the market will be higher. You'll end up netting less. Um, so taking the time to stage the home is very, very important. Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, we've talked about staging all the time here on the show. And each week we have the staging moment uh, where we give you tips and advice on some popular staging questions as well. So we'll have some more talk about staging coming up on uh, on the show later on. Another option or uh, another element of why your home might sit on the market for too long might be that it has some ugly curb appeal. This kind of goes hand in hand with the bad staging, but just on the outside. Yeah, for sure. You know, first impression is everything, right? And so if someone's, they could see a big for sale sign in your yard, but when they drive by, you know, the, the landscaping's overgrown, the home just looks kind of deteriorated, it doesn't look like it was cared for, you know, more than likely they won't be interested in viewing more pictures. You know, you've already lost them at at hello, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you know, it could be a fabulous home on the inside, but you know, the outside needs to look just as well as the inside. So yes, curb appeal definitely needs to be up to par, you know, and that's something so simple to do, you know, just add a little bit of pine straw, a little bit of mulch, you know, add some fresh flowers, make sure your bushes are trimmed, the grass is well kept. Little things like that can really go a long way. We called it the Pepto-Bismol house in our old neighborhood. That was the, the house that didn't have very oh, good curb appeal. The Pepto-Bismol yeah, house. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it sounds like the color might have been a deal breaker there. It wasn't there, just so. the color, though. It, but okay, that, that, it was that, a lot to go along with the Pepto-Bismol house. That was the descriptor, yes, but the uh, there was a lot that went on at the Pepto-Bismol house, that's for sure. So <laughs> watch yeah, out for that yeah. ugly curb appeal. I think it sat on the market for quite some time. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a big one. You know, People don't want to be scared while Walking up to the home to visit it, so <laughs> make it more inviting. Don't scare folks off right off the bat. Something else, uh, another reason why your home might not sell, subpar listing photos. Another thing that, Angie, doesn't happen with your listings, of course, but you've seen it definitely many times before with other homes that have been listed where you're like, I'm sure it goes through your mind, well, why did they pick those photos? Or, you know, why, why didn't they have somebody come and take really good photos of the home? It just makes such a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. I mean, we kind of already chatted a little bit about 
about staging and just, you know, how those photos look. But, you know, you could stage the home just wonderfully. I mean, it mm-hmm. could have fresh paint. It could look just superior. And if I'm the one taking the pictures. Right, <laughs> right. You have someone come in and they take a picture with an iPhone or, you know, I have a nice camera. But you know what? I do not know how to operate that thing. I am not a professional photographer. So I'm not going to pretend like that I am. You know, I need to stay in my lane and just be the real estate professional. So, you know, having professional photos that have been edited, you know, that just really just glow and just, you know, grab your attention. I mean, that is huge because that is getting you the traffic into your home. Okay. The pictures are number one. Internet presence is number one. So we must have superior pictures. So yeah, having subpar listing photos is definitely going to hurt you and going to slow, uh, you know, your home sale just in general. Angie, that's definitely a good one and something that's so simple to fix. And I think that's sort of the common thread already through some of these. You know, you might not be able to fix the uniqueness of your home all that easy, but staging, curb appeal, and listing photos, those are all pretty easy fixes. You just need to be paying attention to those details. Now, this next one, maybe not that easy of a fix to do personally. You need a good team helping you with this part. But another reason why your home might not be selling, your agent may not have a great marketing plan. Yeah, I mean, marketing is number one too, right? And marketing, it, it, it um, I guess, encompasses a lot of different things. You know, the biggest thing is, how is your agent getting your property out there? How are they getting the most exposure? For example, we have this radio show and we always feature, you know, three of our fabulous listings. You know, what is your agent doing beyond just throwing it in MLS? Are they doing anything else? You know, are they doing flyers, text writers? You know, what type of social media advertising are they doing? Do they have radio show? You know, there's just so many different aspects of marketing a home and the most marketing you know, we'll get the most traffic, you'll then get offers quicker, and you'll get a higher price point. You know, that's why for sale by owners, on average, they don't net as much as listing with an agent or and they also don't sell as quick because they just don't have all of those different avenues uh, when it comes to marketing a home effectively. Yeah, it's so, so overlooked sometimes. It's sort of like a, if you list it, they will come kind of idea, right? Like yeah. the old, uh, if right. you build it, they will come. Right, um, right. I mean, there, there's a reason why we are in this business and you need our assistance is because of the extra exposure and we're able to actually save you money and put more money in your pocket. Yeah, it's a great point, Angie. Uh, another item for why your home might not be selling, might be sitting on the market, if you're not flexible when it comes to home showings, and I know we've had to be sensitive yeah. over the last couple of months regarding that, Angie, with the coronavirus and that kind of thing, but it, it, in reality, it can be a problem. Yeah, I mean, guys, if you are going to sell your home, you need to remember that, you know what, showings can be requested at any time of the day. It is inconvenient. I've never had a seller to tell me they love showing their home, right? I always joke about that. I say, you know what, selling your home is not fun. You know, who who enjoys random people coming into your home, <laughs> having to always, you know, keep your bed made, kids toys are picked up, you know, leaving for an hour at random times, you know, showing is not fun. But, you know, if you want to get your home sold, that's the, the headache that comes along with it. And I, you know, I've represented sellers personally that will decline every other appointment. And I'm like, guys, and they say, well, if they really, you know, are interested, they'll come back. That's not true. Because right. remember, they could have a day lined up where they're viewing 10 homes. So they go, they have now missed your home because you declined the appointment. They go on to the next nine and they find another home that they love. 
you know, just because they didn't get into your home, they're not going to wait around to go back to your home. So, you know, being flexible with those showings is super important. And, you know, that's a conversation I have with my clients that, you know, this is a win-win. You know, I'm representing you. I'm going to do the marketing. I'm going to, you know, put my best foot forward when it comes to showing your home and getting you the most exposure. But you know what? I need your buy-in on this as well. I need you to keep your home neat and tidy. I need you to take our advice. I need you to put those things into place. And I need you to really allow showings. You know, I need your help to get the your home, you know, sold and shown, or, you know, it's, it's going to be a lose, lose for both of us. Yeah. I mean, just as common sense for sure. If you want people to buy your home, you got to let them inside to come look at it and, uh, can't, uh, can't stray too far from that one. Uh, unless you've just got some really overarching problems, or if you're going to be restrictive, you just have to go into it, understanding the consequences yeah. of those actions. Yeah. yeah, true, true. All right. Last but not least, Angie, I know you've been chomping at the bit to tackle this one because it's probably your biggest sticking point. Why isn't your home selling? it's probably not priced correctly. That could be one of the main reasons. Yeah. You know, all of those other items that you mentioned, you know, they, maybe there is ugly curb appeal. Well, if there is, we need to take that into account when pricing. You know, maybe you have a very unique uh, floor plan. We need to take that into account with pricing. So it all boils down to price point. You know, if a home is priced right, it will get sold. I was actually at a listing appointment this week and one of the comparables sold so low for the neighborhood. I mean, it was ridiculous. And the days on the market was, I think it was like 198 days where in that location, it was inner belt line, home sell in a week. Okay. So I looked at the history and they originally started at 665, which looking at the rest of the comparables was completely overpriced for the hmm. condition. The last list price was 550 and they sold for 500. Okay. So that goes to show you if you're overpriced, you know, you are going to be chasing the market, your home's going to sit there and you will net less than what you should have, you know, made in the first place. Because actually, based on their square footage, their condition, all of that good stuff, that home was actually worth more than 500, you know, but that's what happens when you price a home wrong from the beginning, okay, it hurts you. So yeah, make sure you price that home right, take the advice of your agent, they should have, you know, information to share with you comparables, you know, they should give you a reason as to why they're giving you the guidance on pricing um, a home, you know, at a certain price bracket, but make sure that you price a home correctly. And so, I mean, I I know we're talking all about selling a home, right? And there's so many things that go into selling a home, selling it right to get you top dollar. So when it comes to selling a home, I know we were just talking about pricing. You know, most people, most sellers are interested in what their home is worth. So if you are considering selling your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, you can text the word LISTING to the phone number 555-888. And from there, we will send you back a text. Make sure that you click that link in the text that we sent you and input your address because, of course, we need your address. So if you're thinking about selling your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, just text the word LISTING to the phone number 555-888. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. 
Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.